970KX. Good morning, Kelly. Hello. Quick quiz for you. Uh, I want. Yeah, for sure. Um, (laughs) Here, let's go ahead and do it properly. Oh, great. Do you know the name of this knock? Okay. Okay. The name of this knock, and I'll give you a clue here. Does it have a name? You recognize Is that? that. We're looking for? Yeah, you yeah. recognize that knock, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it. Are has, you asking me to name it? Does it have a name? It does. It has a name. Oh. Okay. Never knew that. Uh. Yeah. Okay. The hello knock. The hello know. knock. I don't know. I didn't know it had a name. Is that going to be your final answer? That's my final answer. I am sorry. That is incorrect, Kelly. Starting out with a fail. This is not good. So you, along with TikTok, are now understanding that this knock, the... Uh-huh. Is actually named something. Okay. Uh, here's... Somebody made it up? Is it is it like a tune? Did somebody made it up? No. I'm going... Okay. Uh, here's Colin. I found out that this knock... Has a name. What? I was watching Netflix uh, with the subtitles on. Someone knocked like that. And it came up in the subtitles, the name of that knock is the shave and a haircut. It's shave and a haircut, two bits. Yep. Shave and a haircut, two bits? Yeah, so I don't know if you ever saw the cult classic Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but there's a whole scene about how the tune characters can't resist that the two bits part if you do the knock like that's how you tell if uh, a, a person is actually a tune you just do this and you leave off the two bits part and then they'll they have to respond two bits so anyways yes. get out there you go wow mind blown kelly along with Certain section of TikTok are all, are all learning that that knock actually has a name and it's the shave and a haircut. Did you know that? I did. You did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd right. seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit and that whole sequence, you know, shave and haircut, two bits. Yeah. You so. remember way more about that movie than I do. <laughs> well, you got to understand, I was a young boy and Jessica Rabbit was a tune. That was very curvaceous and br- pretty. And it was like, yes. hmm, okay, she's pretty. <laughs> okay, oh, wow. You're telling me you had a crush on Jessica Rabbit. On a cartoon? Yeah. Yep. I mean, we've already th- we've already gone down the wormhole of uh, what cartoon would you date if you could. But um, Yeah, and she was on your list, I remember. Uh, yeah, I think she was up there. So anyways. By the way, Susie said we do that tune on the horns at work. How fun. Yeah, see, there. now you know. It's, now you know the name. Yep, you're doing shaving a haircut. So don't say you never learned anything from Ben and Kelly or the radio, because today maybe is your day. Here's my question. Do they still charge only two bits for a shave and a haircut? Mm. They should. I mean, it's there's a song about it. I don't even know what a bit is in relation to money. It sounds cheap, though. Yes, it does. Like, I feel like it's a penny in my mind. I don't know. So, anyways, there you go. Today, you can wow people with the knowledge that... Pretty impressive. Actually has a name, and it's Shaven Haircut. And we do feel-good stories every hour. Good morning. Let's do it.
This never-ending treasure hunt in a small New South Wales town has given kind of new lives to thousands of books, and kids are loving it. Mm. So this is in the town of Braidwood. It's a tradition of hiding kids' books in plastic bags, and it kind of grew out of this pandemic tradition they started doing, Mm -hmm. um, hiding painted rocks. Mm. So they're hidden in shop windows, in shrubs, in parks, around town. A child who finds the book can either choose to take it home or add their name to the list of past owners and then rehide the book for another kid to find. Oh, cool. And inside the plastic bag uh, is the book and a sheet that says, you are the lucky finder of this book. Read it, enjoy it, then rehide it for someone else to enjoy and reuse this bag. And one mom said, you know, I really like the fact that these books are being read and they're not just being left on the shelves and the kids are outside finding them and they're not on screens. Yeah, there you go. It's genius. You can see the story. We'll tweet it at Ben and Kelly Show. Kelly, explain what a setting the bar story is all about. Well, it's an example of what not to do or maybe a situation we hope you don't find yourself in. Now, this isn't like bad, bad. Like we've had some setting the bar stories that, you know, feature people doing things illegal and uh, immoral and against the law and all sorts of stuff. This isn't quite that. So this is just kind of like, uh-oh, yeah. so mom's if, mad. Yeah, if you can manage to make it through the day without needing to have your mom jump inside the game you're playing to remind you about dinner, then you're doing okay. <laughs> this is kind of funny. It's out of Chicago. Uh, this mom, she was trying to like call her 11-year-old daughter when her daughter wasn't picking up the phone. She realized, because I... I it, she could figure it out, but she realized her daughter, Mira, was playing Roblox. It's a popular gaming platform, right? Oh, boy. Yeah. And so she decided to jump inside the game, find her daughter in like a sim world, and, and literally say... Type a little message to her? Yeah, take the lasagna out of the freezer and garlic bread so I can cook it. <laughs> So she found her sim in the game and approached her. And, oh, wow. And so, you know, this mom posted the screenshots on Facebook because, you know, it's That's like, hilarious. this is parenting in 2023, right? Yep. <laughs> and I'm just, then I'm wondering, like, other people in the game, are they like, is that your mom? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, what, uh, what's going on Dude. here? Is that your mom? Uh, yeah. Take the lasagna out of the freezer and the garlic bread because we want to eat it too. That's uh, great. Yeah, it sounds delicious. We're coming over. <laughs> so anyways, like I said, not anything illegal, immoral, or against the law here. But but you- that's so like right now. That mm-hmm. is so life with a preteen <laughs> right now. For sure. Uh, meet them where they are, I guess, right? So if you can yep. manage to make it through the day without... Listen, if your mom is calling you, answer the phone, all exactly. right? Exactly. Don't make your mom jump inside the gaming uh, world that you're in to remind you to take dinner out. Kudos to mom for knowing how to do that. I don't think I, I would know how to do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she says that she plays along with her just to stay in tune with her daughter so that's good because i've heard things about that particular game of like you know strangers being posing as kids like trying to you know there there are some dangers there with that one so it's really important for kids to know about the games that they're playing and who they're playing the games with that is setting the bar coming up on the ben davis and kelly k show all right so 
phone tap coming up, and Ava, not your daughter, Ava messaged us. Thank you for clarifying. (laughs) Ava wants us, so she and her husband are, you know, doing the whole new year, new me sort of thing. Uh And she wants us to mess with her husband because they're just getting started with some some classes and stuff. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, Robert Hassenpepper needs to just confirm. You know the the classes he's taking. All right. Oh, oh, I oh, I bet they're different. Louisville is getting pranked. <laughs> oh my God, who set you off to this? Here comes another Ben Davis phone tap on ninety nine seven DJX. So Ava, not my daughter, <laughs> said, "I want to suggest my husband Damon to call for one of your phone tap pranks." Right. We've been married for eight years this week. It's been great. We laugh a lot. So can you call and prank him for me? LOL. All right. So Ava and Damon, they joined a gym and taking classes together. Robert Hassenpepper just has to call from the gym to just kind of confirm everything, right? Okay. Make sure they're in the right classes. Yeah, sure. Welcome, Damon, to your phone tap. Hello. Hi. Is this Ava? Uh, no, this has been Damon. Oh, my apologies. My apologies. Uh, this is Robert Hassenpepper. I'm calling from the Community Ed and Adult Learning Center. Maybe you can help me. Ava sent us an email about some classes she wanted to enroll in. Oh, yeah, yeah. She uh, she talked about us doing some yoga or something. Right. Well, that was one of them. Uh, so she registered herself for the power yoga class, and she has you down for the ageless yoga class. Wait, we're, we're not together? Well, no. I guess you thought you were in different levels or at different levels or something. And she put me in the ageless yoga. Mm. That sounds like it's for old people or something. Well, yes. It's a slower and gentler form of yoga, so we do get a fair amount of seniors in it. I myself have done it. It's pretty nifty, but anybody's hmm. welcome. So she signed me up for that one, and she's in power yoga? Well, that's right. Uh, but both classes are held at the same time, so she can go to her power yoga class while you go to your, well, less challenging class. <laughs> I mean, I'm only two years older than she is, so... I understand, I understand. Well, let me just confirm the other classes she signed you guys up for. I mean, wait, wait, wait. I, I thought... I thought this would be stuff that we would be doing together, like the, a pickleball class or well, something. Well, Ava has you joining the fitness boot camp on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Just me? Well, uh, looks like it. Let me see. It looks like she's signed up for a watercolor painting class on those same nights. Wait a minute. She's painting and she wants me in the fitness boot camp? Yeah. And just so you're ready, that class is a bit intense, but it will get you right back into shape. I don't think I was out of shape. I, I, I didn't think I was out of shape. Well, no judgment here, Damon. I think we all have a little bit of extra pounds that we'd like to shed, but it does look like Ava's just looking out for your health. Uh, I guess so. Right, but. right. Then on Saturday mornings, looks like she's uh, got you both busy again. Something together, I hope. Well, no, not exactly. Nine o'clock Saturday, <laughs> she's taking a beginner ukulele class, and she's what? got you registered for extreme weightlifting and kettlebells oh come on well that's actually a nice compliment to the fitness boot camp that she's got you in earlier in the week what the hell again not judging but it just sounds like she's looking out for your health i mean this is a good combination of classes to get you sweating and working off those extra pounds right yeah and meanwhile she's strumming her ukulele and painting flowers well yes listen i'm just registering you for the classes that she listed in her email no i know i'm I'm just 
I'm a little insulted, that's all. I understand. I understand. Let me just check and see if there's anything else in Ava's email. No, there better not be. Oh. Oh, boy. Well, she <laughs> does say one more thing. She says, I love my husband just the way he is and just wanted to wish him a happy anniversary with this phone tap. Wait, what? Damon. <laughs> it's Ben Davis and Kelly K. <laughs> and you're on 99.7 oh, DJ. Are you right kidding now. me? No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Ava just went to mess with you this morning. Happy oh. anniversary, my man. Oh, jeez. You got me. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, ageless yoga, but then extreme weightlifting. Yeah, you, you know, it all makes sense, right? It all makes <laughs> sense. Come on. <laughs> wow. That is your phone tap this morning. All right, feel good. Kelly K. These stories always fascinate me. Troy Heller lives in Mount Washington. I'm sorry, you you pronounced it incorrectly. What, Mount Washington? Yes, thank you. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Ended up tossing a message in a Pepsi bottle into the ocean while on Florida's Vero Beach in 1985. He was 10 at the time. Mm -hmm. And he just got it back. (laughs) I mean, how cool is this? On November 13th, after Hurricane Nicole kind of ravished that area, it washed up on the shore about 13 miles from the pier where Troy tossed it in there. Two teachers cleaning up the area found it, passed it along to a family walking in the area with their two young daughters who shared the story on TikTok. You know, something you never thought would happen. Name Troy Heller from Louisville, Kentucky. P.S. Whoever finds this, call me or write to me. It ended up in the hands of the CarMax family. It's so exciting. We found a message in a bottle. Did you think that you would really find him? Yes, I knew I actually would. I have some. <laughs> we know how to find people. The internet, plus Troy's old phone number and address, led them to Mount Washington. I get a phone call from a Florida number, and I didn't recognize the number, so a lot of spam calls, so I just kind of let it go. And then a few minutes after that, I get a text message asking if this is Troy Heller, and then I get a picture, and the picture is of the letter. As soon as I saw it, I remembered writing it. Yeah, isn't that cool? <laughs> LKY had the story, and now he's got the original letter framed hanging in his home. That is so cool. It's so fun. You can see the entire story on the website, WDJX.com. When you need advice, come to Ben and Kelly. It's group therapy on 99.7 DJX. All right, let's uh, buckle up and help Allie out. She said, hey, Ben and Kelly, hoping you can help. My boyfriend and I are in our mid to late 20s. He's the best person I know. He's hardworking, a family guy, smart, funny. He's a gentleman. All right. We've been together a little over half a year, but have been in a situationship for almost a year in total. Uh, Help me out with that. A situationship, according to the urban dictionary when one or two people take part in a <laughs> I, I thanks for the edit there that's okay take part in a relationship but out of fear of making things serious or messy they don't label it ah okay which then ends up being messier right sure all right so anyway gotcha all right they've been solid for about six months okay before he met me there was a woman he chased for almost seven years until like about a year ago They were dating when he was younger, had a bad breakup, and even if he dated other girls, he would drop every other relationship if he felt he had a chance to get back with her. Mm. Their dynamic was toxic and on and off until they decided to part ways for good. Okay. The other day, he was cleaning his room, throwing things away, and that's when I saw him throwing out this envelope. I knew it was from her. 
Mm. I kind of freaked out, opened it without him noticing. It said something like, we have to be apart to know if we should be together again. And that was from just a few years ago. All right. Now, I'm not worried about the fact that he kept the letter because he kept all types of random stuff from random people and threw it away. But I'm concerned about the possibility that he is still subconsciously on this master plan of let's part ways to reunite one day and be with her. Mm. And that I'm just a chapter in his life. And again, he hasn't made me feel that way, but I know he really did love her. Mm. So now I'm kind of freaking out. I'm thinking about ending the relationship now rather than having it end in heartbreak because she is a love of his life. My friends say I'm overreacting. I should trust he's really happy with me, but that sounds too good to be true. Should I tell him I opened the letter? Should I talk to him about this at all or just walk away? What do I do? Help. Originally, I was thinking, you know what? Just be happy with where you are. Yeah. With your boyfriend, he seems to be great, according to you, mm-hmm. and has just constantly shown you that he is into you. I almost think Ali is, is getting too into her head. And yes, there is evidence from right before they got together. Right. But, you know, she says a letter was written a couple of years ago, mm. and it seems like he threw it out. So I think that's a key part of the story. Ginger said he threw the letter away. He didn't throw you away. So now it's up to you if you're going to throw your relationship away. Yeah, I think you you just need to enjoy the relationship. And people can change. Um, It's always a risk when you're in a relationship, right? You can't be inside his head and his heart to know truly what's in there. You just have to trust what he is giving to you what mm-hmm. he's telling you mm-hmm. how he's acting with you you have to trust that I, yeah. I don't think that we put all of our trust that this old letter is really what's going on inside his head and heart this is where we need you all right 502-571-9970 do you have a situation or, or did this happen to you where you were with a person and then the ex came rearing their ugly head up and messed everything up for you or maybe you had a good experience with this you know listen i had two guys that i kind of had like let the door stay open for way too long Mm. i did not end up with either one of them i'll say that so you're thinking maybe even if you are putting your your brain in the in her boyfriend's exes yeah he's not going to end up with the ex okay i don't know of a lot of stories that end up that way If, if you Break up, get back together, break up, get back together, all that stuff. That have longevity. All right. Yes. All right. This is uh, this is you now. All right. Group therapy, 502-571-9970. In the middle of group therapy, Allie's boyfriend has an ex that's been on and off with him for like the past seven years. They've been off now, obviously, for the past couple years. She found an envelope he was throwing out from her saying, we have to be apart to know if we should be together again. And that's Matt and making oh, Allie really insecure. It is but messing can we with her. Just for a second, pause and give this man kudos for cleaning. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? It's another great quality. I like this guy. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Hey, everything is great with him, but now there's just this sneaking suspicion that she's worried that mm-hmm. Allie is not the one that he's still kind of secretly, deep, deep down, pining for the ex." Yeah, Elise says, "Here's a bold idea. You could actually talk to him about it." Well, <laughs> here's the here's also the thing, though. Then she's gonna have to reveal she read his private stuff. Yeah, he threw it away. She kind of like opened it on the sly. 
Yes. And that might make him not trust her mm-hmm. and look like she's being dishonest and going behind his back and getting into his business. Yeah, Amy says, never worry about the what ifs. Live in the moment. Yes. Yeah. See, that's kind of what we have said already. Now, a lot of people are saying, hey, the letter, if he kept it, red flag. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Missy said, honey, you're your own worst enemy. You're thinking of what ifs. You're worrying, creating your own stress. He's with you. He hasn't changed anything with you. Why create this imaginary drama? Mm, Yeah, we did get a text from a listener, Heather, who said, you know, look, be careful. He will go back. I've been in this situation for 10 years. Oh, boy. I'm the other girl. We just kept going back to each other and hurting people during the way. Too scared to commit, but can't leave each other alone. Okay, so to this, Heather, I'm going to tell you, you girl need to get away from that situation. It is toxic. He is not the right person for you. You need to open yourself up to finding someone that is not going to be wishy-washy and go back and forth about whether they want to be with you or not. You need to find someone that's solid. I know you're my person. Yeah, Heather, what Kelly said. Side therapy for Heather. Listen, it's his fault, not yours. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You you guys, you need to understand, you're not good for each other, so walk away. All right, he calls always with the profound uh, love advice. Andrew, the love doctor, what's your take? Listen, she's got to let that go. I mean, here's the thing. If he's not giving her any indication that the relationship is rocky, it's only six months in, they're young, they're in their 20s, Mm-hmm. This whole thing about true love and, you know, uh, you know, first love and, and last love, I get it. I get it. There are people out there that you're meant to be with. Yes, that is the case. And sometimes it ends up that way. But like you both said, sometimes it doesn't. She's got to have a conversation with him if it's making her uncomfortable and put it to bed and move forward. It will make the relationship stronger. If there is any issues, then he can bring him up. But she's overreacting and overthinking. And what's going to happen is she's going to push him away because it's going to become very annoying to him that she's worried about somebody. The letter was, what, two years ago, you said? Two years ago, is that right? Yes. And here's what's significant, I think, is he is choosing to throw it away once and for all. I think that's a really big, significant thing that she's missing. Like, maybe in his mind, he is finally putting that away. He's He's moving on from it for good. You're right. You guys cut out when I didn't hear that part. That's absolutely a great point, Kelly. Throwing it away says you're done with this part of your life. He's moving on to a different chapter. If she's meant to be a chapter or she's meant to be the entire book, only time will tell that. She's got to give it 100%. Let it go. Trust him and move forward. Andrew, the love doctor. Thank you, sir. Keep on loving. All right. Jessica agrees. She says, I, you know, I could be understanding wrong, but it doesn't sound like he's been with anybody else and away from the ex as long as he's been with Allie. So maybe that's what he needed to finally move on from the ex. The mm. fact that he's throwing the letter away sounds like he is over it. And she says, I still have things from boyfriends from high school that I haven't let go of. I'm 35. Is he, if he's willing to let go of that letter after a few years, I think he is over the past. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I look, I'm not against people saving memorabilia and things from their past. Um, but in this case, if it's toxic, yeah, yes. I, th- I think it's good that he, he got rid of it. So, hanging on, Yeah, hanging on to that letter was kind of like leaving that door open. But now the fact that he chose to throw it away 
That's and, showing he's closing the door. And he's choosing you, Allie. That's right. He's choosing you. He's your person. <laughs> All right. So good luck. Keep us posted. We're thinking, yeah, you know what? Just don't look at that as a red flag. You know, maybe keep your ear open for something else. I think of it as a green flag. Yeah. Yeah, it's He's good. choosing you, girl. All right. Keep us posted. That is group therapy. Little kid, drunk adult, playing a fun little game. Let's introduce you to Shannon, calling us from the East End. Hi, Shannon. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Shannon has brown hair, drives a Hyundai Kona, is single and an insurance agent. But here's the thing. She has acute hearing and smell. Oh, wow. Like, you can smell things that other people can't, and you can hear whispering from, like, across the room. That is... Dangerous. There should be a super- it is unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Has there ever been a time when you've you've heard something like some juicy goss that you that you maybe you shouldn't have? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I keep my crap shut. <laughs> oh, that is. You know what? You're the right smart. type of friend. <laughs> oh, thank you. You are the right that. type of friend. Absolutely. All right, Kelly's oh. going to explain what little kid drunk adults all about. Well, as you know, you're going to hear three stories, and you have to figure out, did this story happen when the person was a little kid or a drunk adult? All right, Shannon, assuming you've been both, you ready to play? Oh, yeah. Okay. I am ready to play. Let's do it. All right, here we go. First one. I peed in my cat's litter box. (laughs) (laughs) That just caught me. That's funny. I'm just wondering oh if any goodness. cat owner has ever like wondered what's it like. I think I'll try it. Oh shoot! All I right. mean, I'm a cat owner, but I would never do that. Okay. <laughs> so, are you saying I, what? Oh, uh, I'm gonna say a drunk adult. Okay, oh, Kelly. Gosh, this is so hard because it totally seems like something an innocent kid would be like. You know what? I see the cat doing it. I'm gonna do it too. But I, you know what? I'll do. I feel like the kid is the obvious answer, so I'll do drunk adult. All right, both of you saying drunk adult. I was a drunk adult. There it is. <laughs> yes, drunk adult for sure. I was home from college and went out with some friends. I got home late and my mom started yelling at me about growing up and being responsible. I'm a grown adult. I didn't need to hear that. So, wow, she was yelling at me. I walked over to our cat's litter box and popped a squat. So it was literally like what a cat would do. Like out of retaliation, she just peed in the litter box. Oh, my God. I'm crying already. So you are one for one. (laughs) Shannon, here we go. Next one. Grant, all of these are a little blue, if you know what I mean. Okay. All all of these are just a little bit... mm, If you're taking the kids to school, (laughs) maybe we turn it down if they're Nah, it's all good. All right, here we go. Next one. A dog peed on my back, and I threw poop at its owner. Oh, my. My wow. goodness. All right. Another Did you say a dog? Yep. A, a dog. dog. A dog. A dog. A dog. Yeah. A dog. Okay. Peed on his back, then he threw um, some feces at the other. Oh, gosh. I'm going to have to say a little kid. All right. That, you say little yeah, kid. I feel like that's something a little kid would do, too. Both little kid. All right. When I was a little kid. There it is. Little yeah, kid. Yeah. Two All for right, two. Wow. Yeah. We were at this dog park with the family dog, our dog. And I was just sitting on the grass, minding my own business. And all of a sudden, I feel something warm just running down my back. So I turn around, and I see his lab, a Labrador, using me like a fire hydrant. (laughs) Oh, my God. So he only comes, and he apologizes. And whatever. And as he walked off, 
I grabbed a pile of poop right off the ground, a big old pile of dog poop, and I threw it at him. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Oh, I hope that uh. mom knew about that and scrubbed the hands. All right, <laughs> Shannon, oh you are doing great so far. One Flawless. more. One more. Here we go. Hey. Right. I had a fart bubble contest in a hot tub with a famous football player at a hotel. <laughs> that is a sentence I would love to be able to say sometime in my life. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to say a little kid. All right, you're saying little kid, Kelly. Okay, because I see, I, I see what you're doing. You're thinking the obvious answer is a drunk adult, so you're gonna do little kid. I like that. I, I'll stick with drunk adult. I mean, I do it if I was, you know, anything to <laughs> sure <laughs> to make somebody laugh. A hundred percent. Shannon, I like you. Yes, you are. Thank you. <laughs> I like you. All for the bit, Shannon's mom. That's right. <laughs> All for the bit. All right, so uh, Shannon, you say little kid. Kelly, you say drunk adult. Yeah. I was a little kid. There it is. Yeah. Perfect three for three. Perfect. Perfect score. We were on vacation Yay! and I went to the hot tub, and I guess the Florida Gators were staying at the same hotel. I didn't realize it till later on, but uh, my dad told me that Tim was in the hot tub with me, and he was the guy, after I told him that farts in the hot tub made better bubbles, uh, jumped in, and we had a little competition. <laughs> <laughs> what a great story. Uh, well, hey, Shannon, Did he say Tim Tebow? Uh, he... It was bleeped out. Sorry, sorry. We sorry. don't know. We don't know who it was. We don't know. That's a shame. We That's don't know. All right. Oh, Shannon, so congratulations. Better. You're a winner. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for uh, participating. And uh, hang on the line just another quick second. Now you got to jump into work, but uh, we got to get some more information from you so we can get you those tickets, okay? Sounds great. Thank oh, you. Okay. All right. Hang on. Oh, so good. Oh, we need more stories like that. So if you got one, yep. share it with us. Voice note. Send it to us at BenandKellyShow at gmail.com. Yep. Little kid, drunk adult, play again tomorrow. So you're in a relationship. You got kids. And when you have kids, right, it's it's a balance. Of Absolutely. Rearing, raising. Um, you got to do some tag team. Like, hey, I got this. You got this. Uh, I'll take them here you take them there it's it's gotta be otherwise it, it's a lot tougher. Well, there's a lot of people that do it by themselves too and, <laughs> right. and they're superheroes like i don't get how they pull it all off but there are a lot of people that that do that this particular situation though it's a team effort and one of the team members <laughs> is enlisting some help one of the team members <laughs> sure all right we'll say it that way DMs at Ben and Kelly Show. You can always message us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We'll toss it out to our listeners, see what we can do for you. So this one from Julia. Hey, Ben and Kelly, got a quick question for you and your listeners. My baby daddy won't stay with my six-year-old and our two-year-old without a sitter on the weekends. Mm. So whenever I go out to run errands, it's just easier to do without the kids. Or a night out with friends, he'll ask someone like the girl down the street, his mom or my mom, to come help him with the kids. Am I right to think this is weird, or is it normal for him to want to be cautious? Do mm -hmm. other dads get help when mom is out? Uh, do you want to comment on this first? I'm just going to say that no. 
I don't think every dad needs help. I will say this from personal experience. My husband, from the time that both of our children were infants, had to get them all ready and to daycare by himself every single day because uh, I was gone. Yeah, what the heck were you doing? <laughs> I was doing this little program right here. <laughs> And so my husband had to be a one-man show from when I went back to work. They were two months old and starting daycare. He had to do everything by himself, and he was amazing at it. So I, just from my personal standpoint, I think they have a six-year-old and a two-year-old. The six-year-old can be tremendously helpful. So oh. I don't see really ever a need unless he has to completely focused on work. But it sounds like that's not the case. Yeah, she said weekends. So that leads me to believe that, you know, Probably he's not working. Right. Um, at the, What's your thought? You're a guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of like, you know, your husband. I just did. And I kind of enjoyed because, you know, my first dive into parenthood was with twins. Twins. Yeah. So I kind of enjoyed seeing if I could take them to the store by myself while my wife was working. <laughs> and that... That was, I'd always try to do something with them. So, you know, maybe I didn't have to just be at home. Maybe find an activity that you can take them to or or do something with. Listen, them. I think you're brave. Taking them out of the house is harder. Oh, I know. <laughs> when oh, they're trust really me. young. I that know. Is, it wow. Is. It is. But but it's like, hey, maybe we go visit my wife at her work or we go to oh, the grocery store. I don't think that's what we do. Listen, I have there. So do you know those little grocery carts that yes. are like kid size? Uh-huh. As soon as my youngest daughters were old enough, like maybe two years old, two and a half, to like push them, I was like, hey, this will be a great idea. They can each have their own. Oh, wow. Oh, that was that was not a good idea, was it? I did that one time. <laughs> <laughs> because they were knocking stuff over. They were everywhere. It was... It was crazy, but my my whole point is is these are memories that you you make, and exactly and, and you're not. He's missing out on that. Larry, the cable guy, said, "Tell him to put his big boy pants on, take care of the kids like a real man." Beth says, "Man up, seriously, mom of six kids, including twins." Yeah, oh, yeah. you know, I, hey, look, I think maybe it needs to start with his your mom and his mom saying. And I'm sure got this. that's an easy play for him because what grandparent wouldn't want to come over and and like be around their grandkids, right? So- sure, but understand, and to your point, like these are you alone with your kids, you are able to make memories mm-hmm. together, being together, how you choose to spend that time, playing with them, engaging with your kids. You can't get that back like, it goes so fast and once soon they're going to be much older they're not going to want to hang out with you anymore so enjoy this time while you have it i think we're all assuming and let me be devil's advocate here real quick i think we're all assuming that when the sitter or the grandparent is there he's, the he's not doing anything he's right well on the tv or he's gaming or he's completely unattached why else is he asking for help they're six and two okay but we're all thinking that cindy's like omg this kills me even worse when husbands say okay i'll babysit the kids you're not babysitting your own kids <laughs>
<laughs> I did say that one time when, when I was, you know, early on in the whole fatherhood things. Yeah, yeah, I'll babysit him. And, oh, I, and no, I was no, no, I was no, quickly no, no. reminded that they're yes. my kids and I'm not yep, babysitting yep, my own babysitting kids. Your <laughs> own kids. Yeah, I got another text message. Perhaps he's still a child himself. Sounds like he needs to grow up. Yeah. Everyone is just like Kelly's right. Nobody is going to okay. agree with him here. So how does she then I guess then this is the question since everybody is saying, yeah, he needs to just do and be a father be active in the kid's life except et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. how does she get that across to him tell him all the things we have just been saying and frame it in the fact like listen these are precious moments that you can be having alone with your kids you're forming these memories it's going to go fast they want to be with you their daddy Mm-hmm. And yes, it's sure it's fun to hang out with grandma, but let's not make it every single time I have to leave the house. You need the help. But and here's the thing that they're going to miss. Grandma's not going to teach him how to make fart noises under their arm Listen, and and do special things like, <laughs> no, like that. No, and, that's not what we teach them. No. It's all learning. It's no. all it's all experience. But, I don't but, think that's things we need to learn. No. But I'm saying you can have those moments that you're like, I taught him that. Look at Take that. Take it back. Make sure grandma's there every day. And, and <laughs> teach him how to belch on command, you know? These are no. these are things. Oh, all right. So Julia, I yes, we are all on your side. Every single text that we're getting from both men and women are saying, yeah, you know what? He needs to be a little bit more active. I think he just need, he needs a little change in perspective and realize like, this is a special time that you get to be with your kids to form that bond, cultivate that relationship mm-hmm. and take advantage of it. And, and you know what? Maybe not ripping the bandaid off entirely, but you're gradually easing him into this to show him that you know what you can do it maybe he just needs confidence to know that yeah i mean you can do it like and and again there's six and two they can help you mm, i mean maybe not the two-year-old as much but the six-year-old can be a really (laughs) really good helper all right great julia hopefully this helps you out we got you that is diving into the dms here keep us posted oh my gosh he lived like a pig couldn't handle it had to dump him (laughs) Wow. You you said that with such conviction. I felt it, Kelly. I did, we felt it. <laughs> <laughs> so a bunch of single people were polled, and the highly specific turnoff for why they dumped someone. And some Top of them, 10 deal breakers. <laughs> yeah, some of them were kind of funny. And, and by the way, if you'd like to chime in, uh, what crazy reason you've had for breaking up with someone uh, text us or call us 502-571-9970. I will censor Aubrey's answer. It's, um, we'll, just, we'll just call it chemistry. Chemistry wasn't there. You couldn't get her to the finish line. Yes. See? That's all you had to say. Thank you. Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I remember we had an intern a while back who uh, it, she she had a big thing about fingernails, and uh, her she had broken she had told us that she had broken up with a guy that she had been seeing for a little bit, not not for like long term or whatever, uh, but because he 
had disgusting fingernails all the time. And that's one of the ones that are on the list. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, dirty fingernails. Checking in at number six. Uh, Amy rolls in. His nostril hairs practically had their own zip code. Oh, wow. But wait. Now, I mean, these are things that can be tweaked. Can we just get him a little tw- trimmer and just be like, hey, babe, you need to take care of that. Yeah, but I mean, if you're not far into the relationship, that may be something that you're not comfortable with gifting him a nostril hair trimmer. Okay. Because as a guy, that would be like, mm, okay. You should be thanking her, though. Because if she's noticing it, maybe other people are like, whoa. Now listen, as a guy who is now experiencing hair coming out of my ears and longer <laughs> eyebrow hair than I've ever experienced in my life, <laughs> I am I, I am thankful that I... I have you have a, someone to point that out. I have someone to point that out and not only point it out, but to offer to uh, take trim, care of it for trim you. take care. Absolutely. I got this, babe. So what could be a turnoff initially could turn into something, a bonding experience, maybe. Exactly. See, it's all in perspective. Being a loud talker. Oh, Okay, that is interesting. Kelly, where do you want to go to dinner tonight? (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm thinking about some (laughs) Chinese. (laughs) Right next to you. (laughs) Take it down a couple decibels. (laughs) Oh, man. So my dad's a dentist, right? And Uh this was always a thing that I specifically looked for was oral hygiene and teeth. Yes, so, that's yeah. a big deal. That can change in a, a person's look completely. Yeah, bad teeth kind of being a specific reason that um, on the list of why you dump someone, right? Well, and bad teeth can lead to, you know, like bad halitosis, now, bad breath. I never experienced this with someone that I was dating, but I can completely agree with this being a reason that you maybe break up with someone. Being rude to waiters. Oh, yes. That kind of says something about their character, too, and the type of person they are. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. And so the top two reasons, highly specific turnoffs that you dump someone over, uh, pretending to be more knowledgeable about something than they really are. <laughs> really? That's like number two on the list. Yeah. Well, but do you know if, the, he, if he's like a know it all all the time? Yeah. But do you know the type? That you're like, you know, you could talk yes. about any subject. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then they chime in with their thought as opposed to saying, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh huh. Now, see, the exact opposite. My husband hates it when I ask him a question and he gives me this look like, why you, do you think I know everything? No. <laughs> and I'm just like, you should take it as a compliment, babe. I think you're so smart that yes. you probably know. Yes, yes. That's why know. I'm asking you. And then, I don't know. This is a bad reason, but it's number one, body odor. Ooh, that is tough. And that's a difficult one to point out. Have you ever broken up with someone over body odor? Um, no, thank goodness I haven't had to, but I get it. Like, there are some people that can fill up a room, and I'm constantly on my children there's three things i ask them every single day and i'll probably do it through their 30s is, <laughs> did you brush your teeth brush your hair and put on deodorant mm. don't be the stinky kid help me help you 
<laughs> I mean, and that's a thing because you know my son plays basketball, so you know teenage boys yeah. playing basketball, they yeah. can get smelly, and it's yeah. like you know it's kind of a constant struggle to try to find a deodorant that works for that. Okay, all right, so that's a tough one. Have you ever had to? Uh no, no, not not that's good, not over body odor. Let's just use this as like a blanket little statement, just from because- us to you. Make sure you're keeping that in check because it's a big old turnoff for everybody. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Someone, you know. There are 10 in looks, but dang, once you figure all that stuff out, there are two. That's where it turns. So Made sure I wasn't smelly, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is from a few weeks ago, like from the holidays, but it's kind of making the, its rounds through the internet now. So can I play some audio for you real quick? Okay. It is a mom over in England, and she's asking her daughter what she was writing in a Christmas card that they were going to give to their teacher. Okay, all right. Sounds cute. Yeah, yeah. And so the girl read it out loud. Rosie, what is that you're writing to a teacher? What does that say? Blame your farts on the children. Did she say don't blame your farts on the children? You blame your farts on the children. (laughs) The children. And why are you writing that to a teacher? Because that's rude. So she was like, you know what? It's my Christmas gift. I'm going to deliver some truth. Say, so, listen, we know what you do. By, by the way, they <laughs> did out on not it. give the card to the teacher. Okay, that's good. That's probably best. <laughs> probably best. What does that All say? Right. Blame your thoughts on the children. <laughs> what, a, what a sweetheart. <laughs> But you know what? You know, they know. They're going to say something. Who They're ha- honest. Kids are honest to a fault. Who hasn't blamed it on something else, right? <laughs> My dad mm-hmm. used to blame it on some imaginary elephant running underneath his chair at the yeah. dinner table. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Did you guys yeah. see that? Yeah, right? <laughs> Did you want to get to Sarah's text to us? Just one little text. So, <laughs> just to kind of piggyback on the audio we just heard, the precious little Christmas card to the teacher Mm. where the kid wanted to say you blame your farts on the kids. Mm -hmm. Sarah said, I blamed a fart on my baby once. My mom and my mother-in-law texted me for two days asking me if she was okay because that was an awful smell for a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Never did that again. That's funny. (laughs) Are you sure? Have you had the baby checked out by the doctor? Listen, I feel like that'd be believable. Like baby farts, toots, poops, they can have special, special qualities. Yep. That's funny. (laughs) Setting the bar, Kelly. Examples of what not to do or situations we hope you don't find yourself in. Look, if you can manage to make it through the day, I know it may be hard, without posting your police chase on TikTok for clout, then you're doing okay. (gasps) Oh, yeah. They're going to find you, dude. Okay. Spoiler alert, they did, right? (laughs) That's why we're talking about it, yeah. Uh, This happened in Georgia, and there was um, a police chase, chasing a motorcycle through a couple different counties there. Ultimately, they lost him. He got away. Another officer who was not a part of the chase but just heard about it, like on the scanners and stuff, decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to search social media. So check. Can I just do a little detective work? Yeah, yeah. Wound up finding the video on TikTok and YouTube. Recorded by the suspect during the pursuit. 
Wow. They uh, they cross-referenced, cross-checked it. Yes, it was the actual motorcycle. He, like, checked some records. Okay, this motorcycle was uh, sold to this uh, one individual. And, and long- it was kind of rare, too. Right? And there was, like, only one registered in the county, right? Yeah. So, long that story helped. short. The police knock on his door, and he's like, yep, that was me. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> and did you see how I got away? That you was see, pretty awesome. That, that was pretty awesome, wasn't it? That was going pretty fast, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, indeedy. Well, then, you know, oh, officers got 12 arrest warrants for him. So, Ooh. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be lengthy trouble. I, you know... I, if there's one thing that I've learned after watching so many different movies and shows about um, bad guys and getting away with it, it's they can't resist telling someone. Yeah. No, yeah. And if and, that, you know, especially in the age of social media, that's oh, their downfall. Oh, I mean, but imagine all the likes and and reposts and everything that he got in those that short amount of time. He's like, I'm going to be viral famous. I'm you are be dude. viral. Yep. Anyways, if you can manage to make it through the day without posting your police chase on TikTok for clout, then you're doing okay. Bless his heart, though. Bless his heart. <laughs> uh, if you missed anything from the show, always the podcast is a great place to catch up on. WDJX.com. Click listen. Uh, we've got segments up there. Uh-huh. Uh, if you just missed like one particular part or if you've got the entire show up there by mid-afternoon yeah ali her group therapy this morning she uh, i think we were all on the same page of girl you gotta live your life and not worry about the past and um, she was creating stress for herself that she didn't need to hmm, does that sound familiar kelly what i'm just saying <laughs> i overthinker. pointed out that she shouldn't i know but you're typically an overthinker yeah sometimes okay all right. Yes, I've gotten better in my advanced age but of letting I, things go. But I will say, Kelly was 100% accurate that not one person, not one listener, sided with Julia, who had messaged us later in the show, and her man and what he was doing. Yeah, no. I, I knew I knew everybody was going to be like, yeah, no. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nope, nope. Yeah, her baby daddy needs to hire the old mother or mother-in-law to help out with the kids when Julie is away. Like, Hmm. nope, they're six and two. (laughs) Be a dad. Come on now. Right. So anyways, you can hear how it all played out. WDJX.com, click listen, or even on Facebook, at Ben and Kelly Show. You can see it all there, too. So uh, what else, Kelly? Um, Check out the website always for the latest trending stories. Good news, Damar Hamlin is home in Buffalo, and what you need to see today is the adorable video of him doing a happy dance on his porch on his ring doorbell camera. Oh, that's great. It's so fantastic. All right. See that? WDJX.com. Otherwise, we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.